Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, Brandon Cobb with HBG Capital. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, I've got something real exciting that I want to go over. If you struggle with cash flow, especially in your real estate business or any other business for that matter, you're going to want to listen to this. Had a great conversation with David Richter and his team read the profit first book for real estate investing. And I got to say, I'm a really big fan. So I'm going to go over here in the next just five, six minutes, exactly what I took away and what we're implementing and what problems we feel like it's going to solve for us. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, But first, if we've been having a one-way conversation and you've been listening to these videos, you've been listening to the content and you're interested in creating passive income for you and your family to build a legacy, achieve your dreams and impact those around you, sign up with a call of us. We'd love to get to know you more and see if some passive income opportunities with recession-resistant real estate might be a fit for you and your portfolio. Uh, You can schedule that on the calendar link below. Anyway, jumping into it. So if you're not familiar with Profit First, Profit First was a book written by Mike McCallowitz. He's written a ton of other books like Clockwork. It's all designed to help small businesses grow. And the Profit First model was really, it was kind of earth shattering from a business management perspective because up until this point, the idea has always been, all right, money comes into the business. You pay your employees, you pay your overhead expenses, you pay your taxes if you're managing things right. And then whatever's left at the very end is like the owners. I mean, this is the mindset that's always been in place since running a business. And there's been some books out there that have kind of hinted that, hey, you know, maybe this isn't the first model. If you've read The Richest Man in Babylon, you'll know that uh, it, it tells this story of this guy and, you know, he goes into a lot of debt and he talks about he's paying off the debt, but he would always put 10% of whatever he made in his own account. He always paid him first. So there's some principles here that are coming to light and it's re- it's making us rethink how we should run our businesses. So I want to kind of touch base on that. I'm going to show you exactly what we're doing today, you know, that's working for us anyway, uh, in our business. So we've always been in the mindset that whatever's left is, is up to the employees, but the profit first my, uh, framework actually flips it on its head. And it basically says, Hey, what do you want to make as an owner? Not, not what is your want? What is your need? So take your last six months of bank statements, Average those out, divide it by six, and that's what you spend per month. That's what you need to make. Cut everything that you can, especially if you're struggling, if you're doing well, then you know put a reasonable amount of what it takes to live. So get your need number and then take your want number, right? Like this is the dream. This is what you want to make one day. And take this owner's compensation number, what you need to make, take the gross profit of the business, subtract it. So if the gross profit of the business is a million dollars and you want to make 200 and you need to make, let's call it $100,000 a year, that would leave you with $900,000 left. Now, this number is very important because this is what your expenses have to be. And the idea of profit first is to take what you need to make, subtract out the gross profit. And then if you notice that your current overhead or expenses is greater than that number, in this case, $900,000, well, then it's time to go and start trimming things. And what they train you to do is basically go through all of your overhead and label each expense in A. If it's 
absolutely necessary to run the business, right? For us, this would be, uh, you know, payments to our investors, you know, money coming in, equity that we pay out. Like we can't run the business without other people's money. So that would be like an A. And then next you'll put O. O stands for optional, but very important. This might be some of the software systems you're running. You know, for us, you know, Builder Trend is what we use to manage all of our projects. And so that would be something that's it's optional, but it's very, very important. And then next, you put a U next to all the overhead expenses that are basically unnecessary. You don't really need this item. For us, this could be meals. It could be you know traveling expenses to all the different events that we go to, conferences. And while those are very important, at the end of the day, if we're running a raw business, it's something that we could cut. So A for absolutely necessary. O for optional, but important. And then U for basically unnecessary, like we could cut this cost. One, I guarantee you, when you do an audit of all your expenses, we do this on a weekly basis, or at least I do. And I always find little pennies, dimes, and nickels that can be mopped up. Charges that you know employees or your partner or you have put on your card and forgotten about. And all those nickels and dimes, those add up. So you want to collect all those items up. The next step is setting up a system after you've cut your expenses down to what is left, right? Gross profit minus what you want to make equal money left over for expenses. You got to figure out a way to cut down to that number. Otherwise, you're going to create a deficit and you're going to end up running some kind of Ponzi scheme where you're just constantly trying to find the next deal and you're having cash flow problems and you're going to be super stressed out about it. So that's important. But after you've gotten to the point where you've cut your expenses down to that number that's left over after you've been compensated and money's come in for the business, now it's time to set up the profit first accounts. And the profit first framework works like this. You've got a bunch of different bank accounts and you want to separate the money because the money, anything that just sits in your business is going to just eat money. And you definitely don't want all of the expenses in just one account. And I'll explain why here in a second. But the reason is you can't really get a good feel for the health of the company by how much money is in your bank account. How many of y'all out there have just, you know, you look at the bank account every single day, every week, and if you got money in it, things are great. If you don't, the alarm starts sounding. Wouldn't it be nice to know if you can see down the road when you're going to have those cash flow problems so you can actually start taking steps today to forego and prevent those issues? Well, that's what this does. So with this model, you would have one bank account set up that's for the income. This is for all the profit that's coming in. You'd have another account set up that's for taxes. We want to be putting aside taxes every time we get a check that comes into the business and saving for that. So don't we get hit by a giant tax bill from Uncle Sam and are surprised by it. Next, you want a bank account that's set up for owner's compensation. You want a bank account that's set up for you know other people's money. You know if you're borrowing money, especially in real estate, you do not want that money to get in mixed in with your operations account. We keep everything separated. You want that pile of money right there so all your projects continue to go smoothly and they don't hold up. And it's just not good to use other people's money for things that it was not purposely supposed to use for. So after you've got these accounts set up, you want a profit account set up as well. And the idea behind this is to first accept the money into the income account, pay yourself first, even if it's just 1% of what the incoming income is, make sure that you're paying yourself first. And then what's left over will go to your tax account. It'll go to your 
operations count, whatever you need for that. And then and ultimately, if anything is left over at the end of the day, it will go to your profit account. And that's for dividends or distributions that the owners can take. You can do whatever you want with that money. You can reinvest it back into the business. You can uh, take it as a dividend, go put your family on a nice trip in the Caribbean, whatever you want to do. But what this does is it allows you to see what the health of the company really is. Because what you should be tracking is how much money do I have coming in and what are my current expenses? And what are the things that I can do to reduce that as much as possible? And I promise you, if you set up all these different bank accounts, at the very least, you'll have a gauge on how healthy you are as a company. And what you're probably going to find is one, you've got a lot of nickels and dimes that you can mop up if you do this audit on your expenses. And two, you're going to find that you're either losing money or you're making money. And it's very important that you start cutting expenses immediately if you're losing money and don't have the income and cash flow to support the business. Otherwise, you're going to dig a big hole and it's going to be a problem trying to dig out of it. One of the things you can do to help manage cash flow in the business is move everybody to you know, what's called like a commission-only model. In other words, overhead technically doesn't get paid out at least to employees or strategic partners until you have money that comes in. So instead of the monthly bank account just getting uh, milked for operating costs, you could switch everybody over to a model where, hey, you know, nobody makes any money until a home sells or we sell a job or we make a sell some cash flow event. And that way it's going to free everything up. All right. That's it for today. I'm going to do another episode on how to manage expenses with construction companies. This is going to be uh, pretty big. We've, we've dove into this a little bit and there's a big problem out there with you know Peter paying Paul, uh, robbing Paul. And I'm excited to, to get this episode out there because we've done some stuff to kind of solve a lot of these past issues that we've had. So stay tuned for that one. I think that'll be the next episode. Again, if you've been interested in learning more about recession resistant real estate and receiving passive income from it, reach out to us. We'd love to get in touch. Till next time.